Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees for we have a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I am Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses. We are super happy to be here and happy you're joining us wherever you may be. It almost sounds like you're not reading it. But I did read it. I yeah. read it. I read it at the very end. I, paused. I, had I feel it. like I had you it. can get that down. You be quiet. We're moving on. I just have confidence in you. You can do this. It was close enough that people will get it. <laughs> I mean, I really feel like we need to get our Facebook hey. page up so that people can comment. The fact is, I am are. happy. I just I can't help but read it sometimes. And I'm like, why did I read it? I should have just said what I was thinking. I mean, are you really happy if you're having to read? Oh, I'm happy, 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 happy. Well, whose idea was a script anyway? Probably Barfield. Probably the mouse. Holy the Father. Yeah. Barfield. It had to be done. Yeah. It had to be done. And I agree that there should be a script, but it's good words and true words. I just need to not read it. Yeah. If I just will stop you just reading gotta, it. You just got to take a chance and let it roll. Let, all right. Let's let the listener know that you messed up yeah. and we had to start over a For second sure. ago. For sure. So don't preach to me, hypocrite. And we can do that for you, too. Hypocrite. That's the beauty of it. I can be saved too. It's better for me. It's better for you. It's better, better for, for them. them. <laughs> there we go. And we can start over. <laughs> no. Wait, we can start over. Nope, that's not happening. Not right now. No. It, it, We've already had too much fun with this. this <laughs> picking on me. Too much fun. The recognition of your hypocrisy. Wait for Gorky. Hypocrisy. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, you, yeah. If if Miles is the Holy Father, you're the King hypoc- Hypocrite. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs> Hypocrisy. Hippocotamus. <laughs> okay, so we're uh, gonna we're gonna keep this to five minutes, right? Oh no. We'll good, find out. Goof it off to there. five minutes. We'll find out when we got there. So. So we did, yeah, we had, mm-hmm. we had, so Gabe's wife, Carrie, who y'all heard about numerous times mm-hmm. because Gabe can't get the hard eye goggles off. So that's right. Uh, so he, so she thought maybe we should only talk chill, do chill talk for about five minutes, which that's what I've kind of resorted to calling it chill talk, chill talk as opposed to 10. Yeah. Yeah. And as opposed to 10, but I did text our buddy, other buddy, Carrie. So basically working <laughs> on two Carrie yeah. instead yes. of C-A-R-R-I-E. And he said he didn't feel like it was too bad. Yeah. He but, felt like it was pretty well, good. Well, in all fairness, Carrie did say my Carrie, my wife, Carrie yeah. said, um, she goes, well, I'm also a cut to the chase type of person that get to the point. Cut to the chase. 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 Yay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> we got to talk about that. I don't know. So we got two I mean, minutes left. We really about. we're gonna have to have. We've really got to get a Facebook page going. But we know what y'all emails want. going for prayer requests. I think yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah, um, and also so that people could say, yeah, we agree with with Carrie, Carrie with a K or, or Carrie K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want some feedback and bad. go from there. Because I- real quick, like we've had a we've had a vacationist. Yep, couple weeks. Yeah. And so, that's been awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I feel rested. You, you went to Riadosa. Yeah, went to Riadosa, went to the mountains. I went to Alabama. To see God's glory, mm-hmm. which was awesome. You went yep. to, to the see, beach. To see God's glory. So, like, two of the best places, really, yeah. to witness. I, anytime I go to the to the ocean or to the mountains. Yeah. 
You can't be help but be in awe. Those are the two choices. Uh, ocean or mountains. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's the vastness of the ocean and the sheer yeah. size of a mountain. That's creepy, almost. It, it is. It, it, it's humbling because yeah. you need to know how small you yes, really are. Yes, how insignificant. Yeah. And comforting. It's creepy yeah. comforting. Yep. It's the double C. Creepy comforting. It's a thing. I'm making it a thing. Is that, creepy is that comfort. a trend? Are you going to try to trend? Sounds that. like a weirdo. Creepy comfort. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to I don't lie. think it works. We're going to pass on the creepy comfort. But, but point made. As we're driving, you see where I'm going with it. But as I'm driving through the mountains, like I'm. I'm looking, I'm like, man, these things look like big, huge brontosauruses just kind of yeah. laying yep. there. And then I remember when a long time ago when I, I swore I'd never go on a cruise and then I went and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't want to be at the point where I couldn't see land. But then when we got out there. Big baby. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't want to get munched on by sharks. sharks. Like, I saw how just it too many for Jack. It didn't end well. For, uh, for who? No, for Jack. Oh, he, he didn't know, get he had, stars. He, just he had to take one for the team, and there was plenty of room left on he that just board. Drowned. Right? It was a bunch of baloney. Uh, oh, I, I bet you he got nibbled on by some sharks at some point. He was a popsicle. He was. And popsicles get nibbled I don't know on. if sharks like popsicles. Maybe not. But I, I ain't going to find out. Well, I might, because now I like cruises. But the but the... Once I got out there and just saw nothing but ocean yep. around me... Let it be. I just, you just can't help but think of... The awesomeness of God. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't even. It's vast. Yeah. It's vast. Vast. All right. We're going to try this five minute thing. And we're already past that, uh, which we've got a lot to talk about today. We do. So I'm kind of anxious to get to it. Let's cut to so the, the title, the cutting to the chase, the title is going to be backfire miles. Pay attention. <laughs> we'll see if he lets that slide through. The title's going to be Backfire, and essentially we're talking about the opportunity to turn the tables on Satan when he attacks. Yeah. So, Gabe, I mean, you have to think about, stop it, take a second to think about how, how do you generally respond? Like, just, just being real. Mm-hmm. And just, just talking about not how, how often should we respond but a certain kind of way, but... What generally happens first when we get hit? Oh, that's easy. By Satan or by life, you might even say. Because sometimes it's Satan. Like, you're being real about it, it's not Satan every time. Sometimes it's just life attacking. I blame him for everything. Oh, yeah. He's the one to blame. But but it ultimately is going to come down to how we respond. So you tell me. Like, what do you... Okay. What's your What's your first? You're a good husband and a good dad, so you work real hard on these things. So, yeah. how do you respond in those type of situations? It it, it it's funny. I, I was I had my initial thought on it a second ago, but I'm like, well, wait, 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 wait. My initial response to when things start going wrong is pretty calm. I kind of just stare at it for a second, <laughs> and 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 expect it to pass. Mm-hmm. Initially, now if the if the thing persists, then tends to come a little bit of panic, because whatever I did to try to stop it or correct it failed, and I don't then have a say so. So it's kind of scary. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. All the things I've learned in my 41 years of life mm-hmm. don't seem to be stopping this problem. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I've prayed over it. I, I did do that, but I didn't really hit my knees in desperation. So it's, mm. it's stop, pause, and look. I kind of just look at it and go, hey, life happens and problems happen. And I just take it that way. If I can't, if it won't go away, comes a little bit of panic. Oh, 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 I don't have an answer. And I don't. So would you say then that your initial reaction, and that's not a bad one at all. I think that's probably better than most people do. But, and which has taken time to get there. Like, you know, you're, you're what, 41? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's taken time to get to that point. Mm -hmm. But still, you might even say that your initial reaction is to solve it yourself, right? Oh, yeah. And then. Which, I don't think it's fair to say that you shouldn't. I mean, we learn so we can do better. So, I don't, there's the debate about, you you just go straight to God on everything. I'm like, I do not go straight to God when my shoes are tied in a knot. But kind of. But kind of. And what I mean by kind of, which we'll get to that, but essentially walking, like like we talked about not too long ago, what, everything you do, do it is under the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I think it, it then is going to have a lot to do with, with your walk. With your walk, how where are we at in the moment in our walk as to yeah. how we respond? How do we start with talking the about the sum that? of who you are in your walk with God yes. at this point today? Right. What is yeah. what are we walking generally in the flesh? Because mm-hmm. nobody's perfect, but the Bible does say, "Be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect," which is by being clothed by the blood of Jesus. I love it when you argue with yourself. Jesus. Just working through it. <laughs> oh, I, you're only getting what you can hear. Uh-huh. You should hear what goes on in my head. I'm fascinated. Like talking <laughs> about arguing. Oh, oh. Sometimes I sit there and ask myself, "Are you? Do you even believe what you're arguing right now? Or are you?" That's when it gets comical. Are That's you when you're like, "Oh arguing? gosh, yeah, yeah." Because I I know not too long ago I had a. I was arguing a point, and I thought about it. And I thought, "Oh my gosh, I was just arguing the counter." The opposite, yeah. Like two days before that, yeah. So, yeah, no yeah. question. But it is, but it is, but it's because I'm trying to work through it, which mm-hmm. is what we're we're trying to do here. That's so, correct, you know. And so, you know, I think I think. Well, no, we're going to get off. We could we could do the yep. whole working through Rabbit, stuff on, on a whole different trail. Rabbit yeah, trail. but so coming back around, like. Essentially, how we're, and we've talked about a little bit, like how we start our day, what choices we make. Mm-hmm. But I would say, like, this is more of a what we're doing consistently, how we're walking out our faith consistently mm-hmm. is going to play a lot into how we handle situations when they attack us. So, yes, it's not, it's not sitting there just. The second something happens every single time, Lord God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Mm -hmm. But like the scripture says, your word have I hit in my heart so I won't sin against you. So we know the scripture, right? And it says, your word is a light unto my path. Mm -hmm. So it's like it shines a light before you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But only if you're in it. Only if you're spending time. To what degree right. you're in it. And in this one, it, we're talking about Satan's 
Satan's Satan's attacks on us and how how what his plan is for those attacks and then what God's plan is for mm-hmm. your life. And I love it because as a Christian you're you're walking daily and experiencing a hundred thousand new things every day. New challenges, new victories, just just all these new experiences all throughout the day. And so they're happening, they're hitting you, and you you get in the rhythm and you just kind of go with it until until you feel something hitting in a way that you just don't have an understanding of. With Satan, he's he's gonna attack so that why? And I think it's important that we ask why does he attack, right? And and uh, you know, in, and you'd have to recognize the attack. And sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. I mean, you can't. But you'd have to train yourself to be prepared, like to recognize when it's happening. Like to do, uh, like uh, for instance, like an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Before they can do anything about it, they have to recognize they're an alcoholic. Right, right. So you'd have to recognize. But it's subtle, right? It it's can subtle. it can be subtle. Sometimes something happens. You're having the worst day, and your tire blows on you. Most of the, I would say most of the time it's subtle, but all the more important then to recognize like I know for myself you talking about running through things in my head we were talking about it over coffee this morning how I'll be doing something or I'll be about to respond to something in a poor way and look sometimes the best I've got is just to bite my tongue seriously bite my tongue because I recognize that I'm not in the right place on the inside but I recognize it I have to recognize it before I just let my mouth fly you know, before whether it's my own particular emotions or it's Satan trying to plant thoughts into my head that that are trying to trigger me, I'm at least going to recognize that first. That he's before attacking. I can make the 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 appropriate response. Right, that it's an attack um, of any sort. Have you ever sat and thought about why he's attacking? Because I do want to circle on this. Like, why does Satan attack? Why is he doing what he's doing? Well, I mean, it's the fall, the pride. The it's just what he does because it's what he does? Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, he's the enemy of God. He's trying to get us to fall. And sitting on that thought, I did come up with two things that made sense. All right. But I like that too. I'm like, well, you are Satan. Yeah, he's Satan. <laughs> you're I mean, Satan. You're, there's no good in him. You're just a bad guy. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a bad man, yeah. dude. It's a bad dude. So, okay, but so I'm like, okay, I didn't think of that. Just, you're just bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. But also, I look at it and I go, okay, as a Christian, he he he's gonna do this thing, but why? And I came up with a couple of thoughts. One to stop us. From doing God's will, right? He wants to deter it. He wants to stop God. Yeah, what's the strategy behind it? What's the strategy? Why are you doing that? Yeah. Why did you just make this thing? Why did you just attack me in this way that that has kind of put me at a dead halt that's making me lose a little bit of sleep or it's making me just spend my time thinking about that problem instead of whatever God has for me that day? But then also I came up with to stop God's to stop God's will for our life from coming to pass. Mm-hmm. So he wants to stop God, I think. And then also to stop God's desire for our future from happening. 
And so I think I'm, I'm, I'm loving the idea of, okay, why does, why is he attacking? And just to try to boil it down. Yeah. He's bad. He's evil. He's pure evil. He wanted God's spot, but also he doesn't want God's will to happen. What's the strategy behind it? This is essentially what you're saying. What's the strategy? Yeah. Cause he is a strategist. Oh yeah. He's a patient, subtle strategist. He does. He got all the time in the world in his mind, but he does. He, he, he's going to come at you for his own reasons. Mm -hmm. And, and he's, he's smart. He's sharp. Mm -hmm. And he, he has a design too. I've heard that said from folks. He has a design for your life, just like God does. Mm. Is that biblical? I don't think I've seen that, but I do believe that. I'd be careful saying stuff that's not yeah. biblical, but I'm going to throw it out there. I do think that he. I don't know. After, if it, I don't know if he spends time putting together game plans for each person's life because that, that gives him more. Like he's not omnipotent. He's not all knowing. But he's watching he's to find your weaknesses. All right? over the world. I don't think he's he's he can't. He's only one, so he can only. Be in one place at one time. He has a system of of that. We're going to work hard on yeah, that. Bad. So I don't know if I can fully. I would love to argue that, on but, that. But oh yeah, not going to. Well, he's not that big. He's not God. He's got demons. Right. So so he has a system, you know, in place of people that report of, mm-hmm. of demons. I mean, that report you know. to him. But God is all knowing, omniscient, omnipotent. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. All He's God. Yeah. Satan wants to be. So Satan's is. that's that's my only point there, which I don't want to get down that path. We can do that later. Ooh, I just heard you a lot better. I think you pointed your face. Yeah, at yeah, microphone. yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> um, but but so yes, we have to recognize recognize the strategy first, which I've got kind of these kind of as I was sitting sitting there thinking about it, Gabe. Kind of what I came up with is recognize. And then when you recognize, you have to act, mm-hmm. right? You have to act in faith. You have to make a decision to move forward and to act in faith. Yeah. Um, in Matthew seventeen twenty, Jesus says to the disciples, let's see, uh, he says to the disciples after he gets done casting out this, these demons that they couldn't cast out, he says, because, um, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, I have, or sorry, if you have faith like a grain of muscle, mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now, obviously, this is inside the kingdom. We're not talking about literally, yeah, I'm going to go name like all the health, wealth, and prosperity, name it and claim it, mm-hmm. that house is mine, blah, blah, blah. No, we're talking about in line with the kingdom which it is in line and with the kingdom for us to walk in confidence and assuredness mm-hmm. okay. under the mighty hand of God, mm-hmm. right? To walk with our heads up, our spines up, and to walk in peace, like it talks about numerous yeah. times in the Psalms, which I'm going to read read a really good one when we get ready to close. Um, but here he's talking about having faith, even as a grain of mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And again, Gabe, like I think that comes back to we're not going to act in faith if we're not walking already, if we're not walking in a way that we recognize the attack when it comes. Mm -hmm. If we're not walking in a way that's doing everything as unto the glory of God. So it's kind of a training process, a step by step. First, you recognize, and then then when you recognize, Kind of like I was talking about earlier, I 
Sometimes I just choose to bite my tongue, which I hate that response because I think I should be able to do so much better than that. Like I well, should be able to act in. Now that's better than nothing for sure. But if you have an, a good, wise, and peaceful, loving answer, it will right. come. If you don't, you're going to know it. it and you should yes. probably be quiet. Right. I'm not saying that's yeah. a bad thing. I don't think it's bad. It's definitely not bad. But growth promotes being able to respond unselfishly. Mm-hmm. Right, just simply trying to find the right answer. Growth, and there's just different levels of your walk for sure. So I'm I'm in no way. I, in fact, I'm saying there are times that I'm at the point where I just bite my tongue. Yes. Um, growth, though, spiritual growth, spiritual maturity. Once you recognize the attack, not letting your emotions control you, which we've talked about that as well. Mm-hmm. But acting with reason, acting with righteous wisdom towards the situation. Mm-hmm. And that could be an argument with your spouse. It could be, uh, we're both mortgage lenders. It could be a fire going on because of a mistake that we made. And now a realtor's furious with us or a client's furious with it. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's like, this is kind of getting to the idea of this whole thing is, Satan has a Satan has an attack for you, right? Right. Has a strategy. He has a strategy or whatever he's doing to to stop God's will and to stop his will for your life. So he has this strategy to stop it. He he does the attack, he implements that attack. And then comes as a Christian, it's it's a comical thing because all trials should grow us. They should. They sh- mm-hmm. going through suffering should grow a Christian, because their faith is not in the things of this world; it's in God. So you could see it as so, opportunity. Correct. Exactly. It's all in how you, you could see it as the situations. Are and wise. that's that. That's where the comedy comes in. Of it, Satan attacks. We feel the attack. We undergo the attack. But at that point, is it that we crumble? And fall, mm-hmm. or that we grow and we see it for what it is that he is attacking. He's trying to stop us from doing God's will and for God's will to be done in our life. And then we approach it that way and we go, God, grant me patience. God, give me endurance to, to act righteously while I'm going through this thing I'm going through. So the, the 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 funny part to me is just Satan's Satan's attack backfires on him. He's trying to mess you up, but as a Christian who follows the Bible, who mm-hmm. trusts God and lives that life, those attacks actually are counterproductive to Satan's plan to stop yeah. us because we choose to turn our eyes to God. Mm-hmm. Pray to the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit to come over me, minister over me. Just like Jesus did in in the wilderness, he wanted that. He needed that re um, revitalization. He needed the Holy Spirit mm. with him. That's why he went and got baptized. Right? We need that. And so I just uh, the the comedy of it just being man. If you're doing, if you're doing what you know to do, what the Bible tells you to do. And to be in the word while you go through these trials, Satan's plan actually 
is counterproductive to what he's trying to hurt you, how he's trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm. He wants you away from God. He doesn't yes, want you with be. God. So we've got the opportunity to make it backfire. Yep. Or yep. it ultimately is our choice, how we choose to react, how we choose to respond. To bite our tongue, maybe? I mean, there can be times that, look, you're going to fail. I mean, that's going to happen. We've talked about that. You're going to fail. That's definitely going to happen. You're going to fall down. Got to get up quickly. We, we did an episode on that already. But, or you can choose, even if it's something as simple as biting your tongue, uh, Which for, something, for, and for some of us, simple. that no, took forever to right. get to a place of biting your tongue instead right. of Right, but like off. different stages. Uh-huh. Or if it's to the point that you're able to just keep your emotions in check. You may have certain feelings about it, but keeping the emotions in check Aim and responding that. with wisdom. Amen to that. Uh, choosing to, to see the situation from the other person's side rather than just your side and have empathy for the person that helps mm-hmm. you to respond. Because we're meant to be certain, servants, yes, right? For sure. But let me read this scripture real quick because this this really goes along with, and I didn't have it pulled up for the for, but, but it, it goes you. along with what you're saying, it James you. one two, yeah. Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let your steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Does that Boom. not sound That's the summation exactly of what I'm saying. like what you're saying? Yes, that's it. That's it. The, the, but he's having to tell them. He's telling them. like He opens up. This is James 1, verses 2. He just got done saying, James, a servant of God, of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes in dispersion. Greetings. Count it all joy. And like he goes straight into it. He's like, I want you to get Let's this. talk about these persecutions and, and, what, that you're going through. And Trials. we should point out. Of course, this should this should probably sting a little bit for some for some people because you go, you do not know my pain, you don't you do not know what was just done to me. Somebody murdered viciously my brother or or child, right? And someone goes, I'm supposed to count that joy. And you go, you say what to that? And pain, it's painful. It's extremely painful. But I've noticed that the things over the course of my life, the things that used to hurt so bad, particularly the death of a loved one, does not dictate my life the way it used to. The first person that passed was my my best friend's little brother. And he got in a drunk driving accident at the age of 17. And he died, but to make it even worse, he killed somebody else, a stranger. And it just, it just, just ripped my guts out. I did not know how to process that. Following that, our dad died in 2005. And that took, this is sound really probably pathetic, but it took me four and a half years to get over it. And I, I just couldn't get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I count it all joy. And so I I do find it, it's like, okay, I, nobody's making light of how hard it is. But here's the fact, and this this, is, this could be a painful fact for, for people. This all depends on how much you have your eyes set on God yeah. versus set on people sure. or things. Who do you have your eyes set on? Because if it's all on God... You know 
that his design for your life is what is the most valuable thing in his grand design and in your life. But if you you take away, Mm -hmm. what if someone said, I'm taking God away from you? What then? How devastating would that be? If someone really had the power to do that, which obviously nobody does, God's God. Mm -hmm. But if someone said, I am removing God from your life, what kind of misery would that be? Hell. That's, (laughs) yeah, there we go. Hell. It's hell. Yeah. And so we look at it and we go, our our job is to keep our eyes set on him, not my finances or or my uh, friendships or whatever, mm-hmm. material possessions, whatever, mm-hmm. people. Uh, it's, it's to keep it set on him. That's how Paul is saying what he what you just said he mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Count it all joy. Now, I often wonder if that's referring to all things or the persecution of a Christian for being a Christian. And I, I, I imagine it says various. Various. Okay, perfect. Because so, I love that. Because yeah. he's like, you will suffer all different types, all and, varieties. And sorts. Now, theirs was probably attack. a lot worse than ours, but you know. And I say that. I mean, we don't even know. There could be somebody in another country, third world country, listening to this. That's that, that is experiencing that kind of persecution. Yeah, that yeah. type of persecution. So that kind of persecution, yes, but. Just the simple idea that where where are your eyes set? Mm-hmm. I mean, if 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 my relationship with God is the top top thing in my life, something bad happens to me. It's not. It's just not going to have the grip on me and my emotions and my who mm-hmm. and my actions and my actions, which are honestly no, dictated by my emotions. Sometimes, look, you read the stories of the of the martyrs that went through it, and again, I'm yes. not going to. I'm not going to make, I'm definitely going to try not to make too small of a a deal out of Mm -hmm. people, different people's losses and that. But we'll say in this life, in this broken world, we're all going to experience things all the way from my car stalling out on me when I'm trying to get to a first date, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to, uh, a horrible rape of a loved one, mm-hmm. a yes. death, a murder, some kind of vicious murder. God, we've heard of all kinds of different things like that lately. And the world it's is just rough. the nasty world we live in, the broken, sin-filled mm-hmm. world, fallen world that we live in. Um, but we are commanded to do this. And the only way we can do this is by, and, and, and to be clear on that, we're commanded to do this because of love. Because it's good for us. Because mm-hmm. it is what's best. Mm. You sit there and wallow in something long enough. It just broken heart can kill you by itself, yeah. or it can drive you to suicide, or it can drive you to to say uh, let's talk, say somebody that loses a, a family member, and then you know you you hear of the the husband that loses the wife, and then it is distant towards the child because of yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, those are horrible. like because you're not Gabe. turning it over to the Lord, you're not trusting the Lord. But Gabe. Yeah. I was reading in Hebrews, and here's another thought. Fellowship, Christian fellowship mm-hmm. yep. can help you to how you do respond. To say you're trying to work through a situation. Let me read to you this scripture in Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10 verse 24 says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some. So he's saying some of you are skipping out on meeting for fellowship. Mm -hmm. It's a bad deal, Miles. But anyway, (laughs) 
but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. <laughs> let me read that again. And let us encourage how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. Mm-hmm. And, and right before that, Gabe, which I'm not going to read all that because we only have so much time, but it's talking about faith, the full assurance of faith. And we were just talking about yep. faith. Yep. And look, we're in the same Bible study together. How, mm-hmm. how much more edified are we? And don't make some smart comment, comment about how I wasn't at Bible study this week. Because I was having dinner with my pastor. You know so what So that's you did. a good excuse. You know, I don't have to even say I just look at you. Oh, I knew where you were about I'm to look go. At you. I, I pulled an M&M and like, <laughs> dropped it on you before you could drop it on me. <laughs> and don't listen to that music. If you don't know who it is, don't go look it up. I'm talking about candy. Shit. <laughs> Lose yourself. <laughs> but but not forsaking fellowship because, man, talking about strategy, like you were talking about, Satan wants to get us isolated. Like, if he can get us isolated by ourselves, and brother, that's so easy to do. You know, I, I think of my ex-wife who I love like crazy. I don't love her any less now, Mm -hmm. even though we didn't work out than I ever did while we were together. Yeah. Um, But man, she had been so hurt before and I just, she would just, boy, her thing was to shack up and, and just stay isolated by herself, by herself. Shack up by herself. Yeah. Yeah. Just shack herself up in her house and yeah, you know, and just it, it, she's so afraid of being hurt. Yeah, I get that. Well, it's well, the idea yeah. of the the uh, the lion that's going to seek out. It is and separate. He's not going after the whole pack. Well, he's not going for the herd. He's he's going to separate so he can isolate and so he can eat. That's and, it. And and the, that that is. I mean, the idea being strategy. It's yeah. strategy and what he's going to do with you. Are you a tool for God or a tool for Satan? And that was kind of the idea. of This thing that we talk that we've been talking about. Are you about. just a tool? Some people are just a tool. I'll be clever. I'm on an idea. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway. Proceed, Proceed sir. So it, being being a tool for Satan, I mean, as a Christian, you can be turned. You can be turned. And Christians do sometimes turn. Cause hurt. Cause and hurt. Yeah. They, get, they go through some, some horrific thing, and then yeah, they sure. their life changes, and they do fall, and they don't get back up. And sometimes they even, instead of being neutral, I'm not a Christian, I'm not a Satanist, sometimes they will go... You know what? I'm going to go do whatever. Mm-hmm. At that point, you are a tool for Satan. You just became that. Mm-hmm. That's what you chose. And it's it's the it's that moment. What what are you going to be? Mm-hmm. What are you going to choose? And it's and I love it because it's that very choice. Why God loves us. Why our relationship becomes what it does because we choose to love Him and to be involved with fellowship. And to be involved with fellowship, yeah. but fellowship is going to help you. It's going to help so much to not fall the way you would have. So much, and it, it, you're not isolated. It, it don't don't step away, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I'm a, by nature a recluse, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I I I like my quiet. I don't know if I believe that. Anymore. You don't because I'm so good at <laughs> I'm so good at um, loving the mouth and talking the to south, people. Y'all. The mouth is out. That's funny. That's but the truth. Jeez. My office is right next to him, y'all. I can hear him through the walls. I love people. That's a fact. I love people. Yeah. But I but was born a recluse. It, look, our our Bible study group, 
Look, there are times that I, I get out of work and I'm tired, exhausted, mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. For some of you, it may be physically exhausted. And brother, I man, I just don't feel like going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear happiness. Jeez. Remember that Bible study I walked into and I said, I'm yep. grumpy. I'm grumpy. Like, I'm I just made me. it know from the beginning and it made me, I feel so bad because Carrie was like, hi, you know, hi, with her brother. friendlies. Hi, brother. And I just said, I'm grumpy. She had this big old smile on it her was, face it and it went straight. And I thought, oh, I'm such a jerk. But at the same time, I was just trying to let y'all know, man, I'm in a, I'm struggling. I'm just, I'm don't not feel in a great like mood. Here. I'm not yep. normal, happy Henry yeah. dealing with some stuff. But I went. Did you went? It was such an important thing. And look, and by the end of it. And you never leave the same as you No, can you don't leave the same. Ever. And the same thing, like I'm the prayer director at my church. And, and you know, my church is an hour and 10 minutes away. And it's on <laughs> Tuesday nights that we have monthly prayer. I love meetings. it. And so I have to leave work and drive an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. And then we eat. And then we spend, you know, 30 minutes to an hour in prayer and so it's a commitment. Is that what you're it's saying? It's a straight you're, up a commitment. Long driving, tired by the end of it, and then sometimes, and then I'll get back and have to go to the gym after that. So there are times I'm like, man, I don't feel like it's okay. Like it's okay. I would say it's okay for your flesh to not feel that way and not beat yourself up about. It. Just go do it anyway. Yeah. Just go do fellowship. Do fellowship. He says right here, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together. As is the habit of some. Like all the way back then, right after Christ is gone, he there already are some there. people yeah. neglecting to gather together and, yeah. and so on and so forth. It's such an easy thing to do, but you're missing out on so much. But And look at that. We're talking about what Paul said, right? We're, we're, we quote Paul a lot. It, what, if, what if Paul hadn't been available in God's ministry? What if he hadn't? endured and suffered what would have been lost if he hadn't pressed on in God and kept his eyes on God and and of course God finds all the all he has his own plan and and it works but think of the the words of Paul that are here because he was a tool for God not Satan he was like stoned he was beaten chased around imprisoned right mm mm-hmm. mhm and ultimately killed. Like, they they killed him. But, and what he said towards the end, you know, I, I thank God because I have finished, I finished the finished fight. The race. I finished the race. I fought the good fight. I have fought the good, I mean. That gets me emotional just thinking. About <laughs> oh, I mean. Here's another good one. Welcome, good and faithful servant. Does that get you? Yes. Like, I can't <laughs> think about that too much. I can't think about that it's, too It's much. what yeah. we're all waiting for. Yeah. As a Christian, as a person with a relationship with God, is what we're all looking for, right? And, yeah. And a side note, but God. Oh. Paul. Yes, we are, we are God. rabbit, trading, tool tool rabbit trailing a little Back bit. But, but, uh, you know, let me, because the final point that I'm going to want to make is trust in the Lord, but I don't want to get to that just yet. In fellowship, brother. Oh, you want to drop the mic? Yeah. Okay. But in fellowship, like what... Talk, talk to me a little bit. We got, what do we got? 15 minutes? I know, because I got a couple of thoughts to throw in here, too. Yes, for sure. Mm. But, like, what are some things that you think are good about fellowship? Like, what comes out of fellowship? Well, a person can get in their mind, uh, uh, particularly a person like me. But I suppose, particularly, any person can get in their own mind and 
and and let that mind think. You you think you know the future. That's what I love. A person thinks they know the future. Mm-hmm. They can't help it. They think they know what will happen. Mm-hmm. Well, if I don't have a job, I won't be able to pay bills. If I don't pay bills, then I might lose stuff. If I lose material possessions, people will look at me mm-hmm. like a failure, right? And they, whoa, you just predicted the entire future. Really? It's great to have foresight and all, but this is on a whole nother level. What happens mm-hmm. in people's mind is that's what they think they know exactly all the things that are about to happen to them. So it's a scary, fearful thing. Mm-hmm. But we get brought back to reality by our fellowship with our brothers and sisters. They go, mm-hmm. they will tell you things. They will encourage you. They will pray for you. Mm-hmm. Pray you for need you, prayer. with you. Pray with you. They will lay hands on you and pray for you. And they will going tell, out to dinner together just to sometimes they sometimes they even have the solution right there in yeah. that moment. Yeah, yeah. And so the fellowship you can hear breaks them talking that to somebody thinking. else. You you may be there and not even say anything. Yeah, and hear them talking about something else with some or talking with somebody else and get the solution just from hearing a brother and a sister, or a brother and a brother, a sister and a sister talking with each other mm-hmm. that you might not have gotten. Or even just being around the spirits. Yeah. Yeah. The the uplifting. Yeah. The free spirit. The Bible says where two or more are gathered, there am I in your midst. Right. Where two or more are gathered, you there am I. It's not just one. from that and feel better and have a, you, you might not hear anything that yeah. speaks directly to your situation. And yet just having your spirits lifted up or your spirit, hopefully you don't have spirits or we, you need to mm. definitely be in group. <laughs> doing a lot of brand, but, but having an uplifted spirit to where when you get home, all of a sudden, boof, the fog is gone. Mm-hmm. You're able to think more clearly and the answer comes that way. Or yeah. you're just content in walking with the Lord. Like, you know what? It's okay. God's got it. Mm-hmm. But you sit at home, you roll around in the muck. All right. What points you got? I love it. Fellowship is a big one. Oh, it's to, a big one. To keep us a tool. And that's why it was preached and taught in the Bible. Do this to keep me close. This is one of one of the factors of the equation that keeps you and me close. Fellowship with your brothers and sisters. So I'm like all day long fellowship, and I'm I am I'm forced. My wife, she she I told her I wanted to be a parking lot attendant at church. That's my volunteer. She's like, nope, you're gonna be. Third grade boys teacher. And I'm like, oh gosh, don't give me that kind of responsibility. I don't want to do that. No, it was the right thing. I get to speak into their lives constantly. Mm-hmm. And it, it has me at church. I'm, I'm, I don't renege on my uh, obligations, on my commitments. I'm, I'm like, that's what I do. You got you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. Mm-hmm. But I love it because it's, it's, I've gotten to know a lot of other brothers and sisters through it. Anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so, um, okay, so I, this is the, the only other thing that I've got for this segment is just the sufferings of some great named people in the Bible who stood with God, and they went anyway. And then in these in these in these guys' stories, we're talking about Joseph, right? Man, mm-hmm. one of the most blessed people in the Bible. Everything he put his hand to just seemed to be blessed. But he made mistakes and everything, right? And he endured and he mm-hmm. suffered and he 
he experienced rejection and imprisonment. You keep hearing imprisonment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's tough. But you've got Joseph who suffered. You've got Moses who suffered, right? You know, and that, that's a good point. Just if anybody's listening to this from prison, which I don't know how you would be. Who knows? I don't, I haven't been there. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not. But you never know, even there. There's no place that God cannot bring you comfort. That's right. And that you can't serve. That's the that's the most amazing thing. That's why hell is so terrible. Mm-hmm. Now you are separate now from Now you him. are for our eternity. Yeah. But here on earth, while we have this brief period of life, we have him. And what was Joseph's? Because that actually leads well into to my final statement, the trusting in the Lord that we were talking about. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like... I'm trying to think of where Joseph had the fellowship part. Now, the Bible says not to forsake it, so we are there. Miles Barfield, you are not Joseph, so don't even try to use that as an excuse. <laughs> but, um, man, he did. Like, all he had was the Lord. Mm-hmm. All Joseph yeah, he had was the to have Lord. A and his love no. was legit for the Lord. Uh, no matter what he went through, what he went through. I mean, I think of, brother, all these pastors, and I know you don't read the news as much as I do, but... Man, God, there's pastor after pastor after pastor just slipping right now. Mm-hmm. And and I mean and I and by slipping I mean like sexual immorality after sexual immorality after sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. People that you trust, the Ravi Zacharias of the world, the, all this different people that man, I mean I, I really enjoyed listening to mm-hmm. and, and then you find out stuff, these deep investigations, this and that, like, man, ooh. People but, sin. I don't but, I don't think this big shock. Right. Like, does that mean theirs are just pure evil people? Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah. What about of, this? A lot of these that I'm talking what about, about this? Yeah. What about this? Well, let me finish my Did some of what quick. they said be still I, true? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't. Right. No, the I'm truth is the truth no matter what, but it does take so it. It's interesting. But the point is that Joseph, man, he, that dude walked in trust of the Lord with every step that he went through. He gets sold off by his brothers, mm-hmm. you know. Now, granted, he was probably a little prideful. He brought some of it on himself, but not he perfect. ends up getting that. Not, not perfect, but he ends up getting sold off. Then, then old Potiphar's wife tries to to, to do her right. thing. Oh, mm-hmm. oh well, she, first she was trying to sleep with him, and she was beautiful. You mm-hmm. know, uh, he didn't fall for that. Like his eyes were focused on the Lord, like we're talking about, like mm-hmm. all the way. And let me read this scripture from Proverbs three to go along with that. Uh, but Proverbs three, verse five says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Mm -hmm. But you have to, you have to trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think the Joseph, I think the Joseph story is a perfect story of that. Like no matter what happened, he was trusting in the Lord. Like he had disciplined himself for him at such a young age too. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Like, man, I I don't know how old he was, but I'm I'm guessing somewhere in his well, teens, it says he was the youngest right? of all yeah, the brothers. Exactly. Yeah. And Don Garn, they had like ten brothers. So somewhere brothers. in his teens. Which, granted, now. That kids matured a lot, but but I think of our nep- nephew Creighton. Mm-hmm. Like my, I think of the difference of him at seventeen and me at seventeen. Whoo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you say like Creighton? I think we've talked about him on here before, but he 
this dude's 17, and I mean, man, we'll be sitting there watching a movie, and the dude is, ha, will have his app open, mm-hmm. Bible app, mm-hmm. and I don't even, I'll ask just out of curiosity, but like, hey, what you doing over there? I'm reading the Bible. Yeah. You know, he'll be watching a movie, still sitting there reading the Bible, thinking about the Lord, yeah. you know, thinking about the depths yep. of the Lord. Like, he meditates on it. Mm-hmm. And like it says right here, do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he'll make your path straight. Like you want to you find a way through this hard path, this turmoil, mm-hmm. these trials and tribulations. It, you have to trust the Lord with all of your heart. And this is going to lead you to where you're not becoming, that you will still be a tool for God. The, the word's written so you can study it, so you can know it. How much you put faith in that word, that's going to dictate <coughs> That's going to dictate your walk with the Lord, your life, and how, how you are devoted, how, how strong you are in Him. That way when the waves come and crashing down on you, what do you do? You either stand or you just get washed away. Mm-hmm. Or are you tool for Satan? Yeah, you where's do, your you house built? Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. If you're doing that, he gives you these messages to say, do this. Or experience what? Tool mm-hmm. for Satan. You you become that tool for him. Mm-hmm. And so I do, I, I do, I love that one for this because And you don't mean a permanent tool. Like that's not what you're saying, but you're saying even in that moment. It can be it can range anywhere from Satan's not gonna stop attacking, right? Right. He's going to push on that. So it could be a momentary tool to a day-long tool yes. to a week-long to a lifelong, if you're not careful. Even 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 in being, you can be a tool for Satan by shutting yourself up in the house. Mm-hmm. Like it can be something as little well, as that. Doing you don't nothing. necessarily have to be running around spouting mean stuff, this and that. You can just decide to... I'm not gonna. I'm gonna shut myself off from the world. Well, what's the Great Commission? Right. Go into go all the world. Into all the world. And go into and preach, preach the gospel, gospel. Which you're not gonna. If be you're doing shut that. up in your house, you are not. And he is. See? And now you're now. You are not not till for God. But I, I, and on the on these stories with these guys, Joseph, Job, right, Moses, and of course Jesus. Those are those are some great examples of people who. They they chose to walk with God continually. Those stories are so much more than we can go through right now. But Jesus chose to be God. Jesus chose to be God. So you know, yeah. But I love it though because on obviously he's the perfect example. Yes, Job, Moses. I mean, they're okay. I just clarified. Jesus, it's funny, right? Yeah. Hey, he came. Well, it's the whole fully God, fully human thing, right? It's it's an enigma. In, in our minds sometimes and I love that because I don't I love that I don't fully understand I mean my it. little brother has a God complex and was painted as God but he's not God they don't know any of this they don't even oh, know what you're yeah. talking about oh yeah nobody knows oh, what you're talking yeah. about oh yeah you can tell them all about how you grew your hair along just so you could be painted as Jesus crickets that's not what happened crickets <laughs> but yeah he was used as a model oh my gosh <laughs> do Jesus pictures anyway Wow. Side thing. Carry with a K. Rabbit trail. Anyway. Interesting story. Trying to get me. So, so. We don't have a Facebook to put that up. I'm going to put that up. It's coming. That's coming. 
Okay, go ahead with your thought. How can I remember what I was saying? Well, but my point, my point being, <laughs> my point being, those are some good examples of of men who did what we're capable of doing now. The choice is here to do it now. You can do this. You can you can go mm-hmm. for it now and recognize Satan's attacks as opportunities for you to become more strong in your faith and with the Lord. Embrace the opportunity. Embrace it. Like, take it on. To flip it on him. Put to it on you. it backfire. Like, we do get the choice. Be in the word. We get be in the fellowship. benefit. Yes. Like, embrace the... It's an opportunity. We do not have to sit here and wallow like the kid that... The prodigal son that went and ends up with the with the pig in the trough and eating yeah. pig food and wall talk about wallowing. And there's mourning and then there's wallowing. He could have stayed there. Yeah. Or he could say, No. I'm going I'm back. running to the father. Yeah. We're going at this. Yeah. We're gonna go at this. I'm going back. And man, I mean, what a blessing is that. And Gabe, I wanna I wanna close out kind of this meeting with by reading Psalm 25. And it's not real long. It's about 22 verses. But listen to this. Psalm 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love. For they have been from old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in this way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? Him will he instruct in the way that he should choose. His soul shall abide in well-being and his offspring shall inherit the land. The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and he makes known to them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. Consider how many are my foes and what and with what violent hatred they hate me. O guard my soul and deliver me. Let me not be poured out to shame, for I take refuge in you. My integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Amen to that. That's a lot. That's just powerful. Yeah. But it just speaks to the awesomeness of God. You know, we kind of come in full circle. We were talking about the mountains mm-hmm. and the oceans. Yeah. Like this is right there with it. Like it speaks to the majesty of God. We serve the almighty majestic mm-hmm. king of everything. And don't forget that. The king of kings. Yeah. No matter what situation we're going through. I got choked up just reading that. Just, whew, I mean, 
That one's doesn't thick. matter. We make the choice. Yeah. We have the opportunity to turn the tables on Satan. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Whew. <laughs> That'll wrap it up. <laughs> Let's go ahead and say it. a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful for my partners, Gabe and Miles, and the blessings that they are to, to me, God. And, and Father, we just ask, Lord, that you will help us to turn the tables on Satan. Father, that you help us to look to you and remind us and nudge us, prod us, discipline us, Father, to look to you always as situations and persecutions and trials and tribulations arise, Father. We thank you for the opportunity to bow our knees and our heads in service to you, God. And we worship you, Almighty King. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. Amen.